What's up, Girls Night Gang, and welcome to another episode of Girls Night with Alexis Waters. Our guest today is a fellow Bachelor alum who charmed New Zealand and won over America during her time on The Bachelor New Zealand and Bachelor Winter Games. She then went on to appear on The Bachelorette New Zealand. Not only is she Bachelor Nation royalty known around the world, she is one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram due to her hilarious, relatable, and I don't give a fuck attitude. So Girls Night Gang, <gasps> let's welcome Lily McManus. Did I say it right? Did I say it right? Nick Nailed it. Nick you kind of... You make it sound like anus, like it's definitely McManus, but you're like McAnus and I'm kind of all right with it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am the worst with names. McManus. I texted Alon. Do you know Alon, the producer from The Bachelor? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. How do you pronounce her last name? Because I feel so rude when I have guests on and I cannot pronounce shit. Like, I don't know what happened to me in, in high school. I mean, elementary school. Like, I did not learn how to speak correctly. And here I am having a podcast. So, you know, pretend there's an I instead of a U. What do you mean? Oh, McManus. 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 Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, yeah. we've never officially met. I feel like you are the perfect guest for girls. Now your Instagram posts are hysterical. You really are one of a kind, my friend. So Honestly, I remember so much. I'm trying to think about how we kind of met because obviously we met via Instagram. We've never actually met in real life. But I think I was living in L.A. at the time and I made a story in these hoop earrings and I made some story being like, fucking go to the gym in your hoops, bitches. Who gives a shit? And then someone must have sent that to you because obviously you have a hoop company. Yeah. Shout out Hoop Nation by Alexis. Yeah. And I was like, I need to send these girls. I need to send this uh, girl some hoops. And there we go. And now it started. Now we're here. Yeah, no, but I, I, I feel like we're soulmates. Everything you post, I either thought about, like thought about in that moment, same day. I'm like, are we the same person? This is really creepy. Like, what did you just put on your Instagram story? And I was like, that was a title. I wrote that in my notes for one of um, my podcast topics. That was, that was insane. When you sent me that message, I was like, no way. I know we are very strange girls and I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Damn up, straight up. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're on. And we also just found out about each other that we both are patients of each It's not patients. It's we are ADHD. People. We are, we are. We, ah, I, I only found that out like so recently. Honestly, how long ago were you diagnosed with your ADHD? Like, oh, probably when, did when you... I came out of my mom's vagina, but they didn't know. <laughs> uh, probably uh, high school. Oh, shit. See, like mine was really recent, like literally probably only like six months ago or something. But I'm not super hyperactive. And I didn't know that you could be ADHD, like ADD or whatever they call it without being hyperactive. Like my brain is super hyperactive, but my body can stay like slightly relaxed. So therefore no one really noticed. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm hyperactive in my brain and in my body. So like, I don't know. Yeah. What I have, I probably have ADHD times two and ADD. <laughs> time but you know <laughs> the, I, god gave me this brain and i don't i appreciate it because no. I, would, I would never think of the weirdest things 
I'm telling you right before we started this podcast, if you had my brain for five minutes, you'd be like, get this the fuck away from me. I don't know what the fuck's going on in here. It's a fucking weird world. And, and take it back. <laughs> no, honestly, I feel the same way about my own brain. Sometimes I just want to like rip it out and like leave it by my bedside table just for like 24 hours. So I can just like fucking tell it to calm the shit down, you know, it never stops. It never stops, but it honestly ceases to amaze me. And yeah, why we are going to play the first segment called Alexis's ADHD thoughts and Lily's reactions. Okay. First thought that came to my brain was, did you know that a dork is the name of a whale's penis? <laughs> Who the fuck is like supposed to know that? That's what I want to know. I had, and I had to, I'm going to Google it just for, because I think I saw it on Instagram and it, it might be false. So I might be fooling girls night gang. I'm sorry, but let me, Kevin, can you look it up just for clarify? Just for um, what whales dick? Yeah, but it. <laughs> I heard it's huge though. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, I can imagine. Like, are all whales dicks called dorks, or is there like a certain breed, or like? That I need more. I need question. more. See, this is what happens. I like think of things, and then I get into a YouTube hole of like. Uh, Kevin, are you looking it up? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, I, oh, see, I am so smart, but is it a dork for all whales or just like certain type of whales? I think for all whales. What about, a, yeah, all what whales. about a whale's vagina? Is that name something? Yeah. Is that like a nerd? <laughs> that was the worst fucking joke. <laughs> No, I love you. Okay. Well, I mean, you learn something new every day. A dork though. Imagine like, I don't like the dork. I can't find one for a vagina. Keep looking. Okay. What uh, is it? Yeah, there has to be. That's sexist if there's a name for a whale dick, but not a whale vagina. Yeah, that's, that'll be so rude. That's fucking rude. Okay. This I've been watching. I, so my next ADHD thought is. San Diego is what it's called. I a whale's vagina yeah. is San Diego. Apparently it was coined in 1904. San Diego. Like San Diego? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And like, how do you go from a dork? Like, oh, let me stick my dork in your San Diego. I don't know if that's true. That's just what I'm finding. Yeah, I don't feel like that's, I don't feel, I feel like that's off. That's I don't all know. I guess. Okay. Moving on from whale penises and vaginas. What do cops <sighs> do with all the drugs and money that they seize? Is that a good question? I That's an incredible question. I, I feel like they, what, do they just like use it at their Christmas party? I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, what, what was I watching? And they, I think they did like the biggest drug bust of all time. And it's like, what do they do with all that cocaine and all that money and all that drug money? Do you know the answer to this? This is the thing about my ADHD is like, I need answers to things. I don't like, like, no, I need it. I need the information. Thoughts, and then I need you to help me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Kevin. I know what it is. Yeah. What? Seize, what? Can you tell us? In the community and um, seized drugs are incinerated. What does that mean? Burned, essentially. They burn the money? No, no, no. Not the money. The drugs. Money so is funneled back into the community, I believe. Oh, the community. The community. Liar. Yeah, right. They literally pocket that shit. Imagine finding you're a cop and you're you find like 50 
million dollars. You'd have to like just sneak a few honeys like in your pocket. Slip at least like that becomes government property. They don't burn that. Yeah, but they burn all the cocaine and all the wheat. That's so crazy. And seized guns. Really? I always thought about that. I'm like, they can't just burn all that money like when people they could be giving it to like people that actually need it or or they're definitely pocketing that shit oh my god i just had an outer body experience i had no idea where i was for a second has that ever happened to you (laughs) yeah all the time honestly all the time i I forgot where we were i went there with you i don't know where we went together but i was totally not on this podcast for like two seconds there (laughs) i don't know i think i just was envisioning all like if i found (laughs) 50 million dollars worth of drugs and money i feel like i that i don't know okay um, i started thinking i started thinking about the economy and how like i don't know anything about the economy and i was like wait can they just burn money or how do they put it back into because like why can't they just print more money and everyone be rich like that's where my brain went i know i know that's what i think about a lot too because i'm just why don't we just print print more money if we are struck if we're in so much debt Wait, okay. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question and I don't want you to be offended by it. Is your, is your boyfriend a finance bro? Just by the look of him, that's the vibe I get. He's a finance broker. Like a, have you heard of the term like finance bro where they work in finance? No, but he is, um, into like the stock market and shit, which like when he talks to me about it, I, completely ignore (laughs) that would be really difficult it's having a boyfriend that knows his shit i mean no it's good that he he knows it and he's interested in it but i'd rather talk about whale penises and how (laughs) pop sees money than a fucking bitcoin that i don't fucking understand like you know what i mean but he's making his money doing this guy yeah he's into it but he's not like that's not his like normal job he just does it for fun but what is his normal job he flips houses and I'm getting my real estate license. He's, he's a man of very, he does a lot of things. He's, he's a, he does houses. He like invests in clubs. I'm like, Oh, and now he's like a big finance guy in the stock market. I don't fucking know. He tells me things and I just completely ignore him. Like, I'm like, this is a waste of, I'm not going to understand this. I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't understand no <laughs> currency. So zip it. I want to talk about dorks, penises, you know? Can we can we please normalize like not knowing what the fuck your boyfriend does for a job? Because I feel like I've definitely felt the same way where people have been like, so what does your boyfriend do for work? And I'm like, I don't actually even fucking know anymore. I know. I just like, <sighs> really, I just, I just know he makes money and I'm just like, I don't even, I don't really care. <laughs> like the, bill, the, the bills are paid and that's all I care about. Yeah, no, like he has so, he, he I mean, he is a businessman. He works his ass off. He does so much, but the, he does so many different things that like, I don't mm. know how to put it into one category, but I'm yeah. getting my real estate license. Cause he, um, buys properties and flips them. So then I'll take all his money. You know what I mean? That's the, Oh, point. you guys can be like a power jeweler. Yes. That's what I'm trying to do. But real estate's fucking hard. I still have to count my fingers. And I like passed the last exam. <laughs> and I was like, how did I do that? <laughs> Cause it was all numbers. And I was like, um i still have to go like <laughs> like five um is okay. is that an adhd thing because i can still like barely read a clock 
No, but my, my, but <laughs> I don't think kids nowadays know how to read a clock. Like do they yeah. in, in elementary no. school teach? That's another ADHD uh, thought. In school, well, when they, still, they don't. They don't? Well, when was the last time you've seen a fucking clock? I mean, I see them, but I don't, I know how to read, read them. I, <laughs> I don't read them. I mean, I know how to read them, but now with everything <laughs> being just like on your phone or, you know, in elementary schools, are they teaching how to tell time on a clock? I mean, I really hope that they are. I can read a clock. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stitch myself up like that, but it definitely like, isn't something I choose to do by choice. Like if there's a clock and there's my phone, I'm definitely gonna go for my phone. hundred percent. But sometimes at the gym I do, but I'm kind of like losing it. Like I, I kind of forgot. <laughs> it takes, it takes like a hot minute. Like you gotta get your finger out and like count yeah, around it, and like. It, 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 it's a, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take a little, 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 little sip of tequila, even though yeah. I'm never drinking again after Greece. And then here I am. Okay. Are you ready to play a game, Lily? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let's play a game called let's get really silly with our guest, Lily. Oh, yeah. Uh, did Kevin think of that title? That's good. No, my ADHD brain did. Let's go. (laughs) Out of here. What Bachelor show did you enjoy the most and the least and why? Because you've been you've been around the world, baby. I've been around the I've been around the block. I'm like the town bicycle for Bachelor (laughs) franchise. Um, Look, like I'll be completely honest with you. My my favorite and I'll explain why because it probably doesn't sound right but my favorite was actually winter games which is what I did in the in America yes and my least favorite was the the bachelorette <laughs> like being the bachelorette that was that was look and it has nothing to do with the outcome or like the feelings involved but like there's just so much more responsibility being a bachelorette versus like someone who can just like fade into the background and not be a part of any of the storylines like I loved the lack of responsibility like on the bachelor winter games obviously myself and Courtney the guy I ended up with we weren't American so the American producers gave no shits about us you know (laughs) they were trying to they were trying to make couples that were like an international person and an American person so then at least the American audience was going to be able to relate but they couldn't like separate us because we were just like glue. We were just yeah, so attracted to each other. Oh my God. I loved you guys on winter games. You guys are my favorite. <laughs> Honestly, we so were like natural. Yeah, it was. And it was really crazy to me because like before then I'd only been on the bachelor of New Zealand. And that's kind of how I got onto that show. And like me and the guy were like friends. I came second, but like, we both kind of agreed that it wasn't going to be something romantic. We were just like really close in like a friendship sense. And then going on to winter games, I was just so taken aback because like, I actually had genuine, like real, like, Oh my God, this could be love type shit feelings. And it was overwhelming because I was like, fuck, this is real, but there's like cameras in my face and shit. And like, I just, we had our first camp, we had our first kiss, me and Courtney, like we hid from the cameras because we just wanted it to be like real. And I, I, yeah, I don't know, I it felt weird. 
it felt weird to have a camera in your face when you're actually feeling something genuine. So like we were like scurrying to like all corners of the house to like have makeout sessions and shit. <laughs> and then they had to pull us aside and they were like, hey, like you guys are on a TV show and you've already kissed and we didn't get it on camera. So can you guys like fucking kiss on camera, please? And we're like, oh, okay. with, like a producer pulling you to the bathroom and they're like, you know, like you're like on a dating show, Alexis. And I'm like, oh, yes! like, really? Oh, I forgot. They're like, so like you have to like talk to like the guys. And I'm like, but do I? <laughs> Honestly, I just there's, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than when you have your bubble popped when you think you're living in reality and then they're like, it's a TV show, bitch, pull yourself together. Yeah, but I was, I mean, I just couldn't, I I just can't be fake. So if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to act like I am just for, to become like a Bachelor Nation couple. Like that was just not my goal. Like I just, I mean, if it was, if it happened, I was all for it, but if it didn't happen, it wasn't the end of the world for me. So I was just like, totally. yeah, no, um, sorry, but no, I loved you on bachelor winter games. You were my favorite. I loved Courtney. Did you know Courtney prior to the show or no? No, no, I didn't. I actually, because I was living in New Zealand, um, and he's from Australia. I didn't know of him at all. I had never met him before or anything like that. I think I'd heard of his bachelorette before because he was on the bachelorette in Australia, but honestly living in New Zealand, I was like living overseas and stuff like traveling. So I didn't really have anything to do with bachelor nation at that time. But yeah, when I met him, it was just the weirdest shit, man. When I met him, it was, I was just like, oh, just, damn. Yeah, no, it, you could totally tell you guys were like the real deal. And you dated for a while after that, right? Yeah, we were together like uh, for maybe like a year and a half. But the thing, no, maybe less than a year and a half. It's interesting because probably every Bachelor Nation couple that's actually legit can relate to how intense the pressure is of dating oh, in the public uh-huh. eye. And we definitely like... We broke off at one point and we didn't tell the public and then we kind of got back together and it was just trying to navigate something that was so different. And we both moved to LA together. So we were navigating like a new country, um, like a new relationship, my first love, and also trying to like all the just fucking all the pressure, you know, all everyone messaging us like you guys should get married and have babies and and that's like not what I want. So it was very confusing and it was a lot of pressure for both of us. And I think we both kind of crumbled under that pressure and chose to break up and come back together. And yeah, it was a little bit all over the place, but we're actually really good friends now. And we catch up like, you know, maybe once a month and just like kind of debrief on life and whatever. The one thing we did have was friendship. And although our romantic relationship didn't quite work, our friendship was something that was always really solid. And that's just kind of stayed after the romantic relationship is like, done its course now we're still friends and I'm yeah I'm super stoked for that honestly it's the best possible outcome oh wait do you understand I used stoked for the first time today I've never (gasps) word stoked and I use it today in a sentence and the fact that you just said that I can't okay I think my body just I think I left my body again I swear to god I haven't used the word stoked I don't think in my entire life and I used it today and the fact that you just said that okay I can't I'm sorry um we're meant to be we're meant to we be really are. Your boyfriend. I need to <laughs> I need to come save you from New Zealand but I don't know I don't know if you, I want I don't know if you want to fucking come to Texas right now but okay oh I'll honestly if we get married I'll take the green card okay perfect 
Um, what's the craziest thing a fan has done for you? I have had a fan offer me $500 for my dirty, well-worn swimmer bottom. So like a bathing suit bottom. A man or woman? It was a man. And you know what? I was just, I was just so young and dumb at the time. I didn't take it. So if you're listening to this, like I'm totally keen now, but back then I like freaked out and said, no, I would have totally taken it. And honestly, like I humored him for a little bit. I was like, oh, you know, how how did this interaction happen? Like in person over the DM, like (laughs) it was, it was definitely a DM encounter. I don't think anyone would ever have the ball (laughs) come up to me, (laughs) though. I would admire that. Honestly, if someone came up to me in public, I'd probably just like pull my underwear off underneath my clothes and just like give it to him for having the courage to come up for me. I'd be like. Just for having job, balls, like I would hundred percent do it, but at the same time, he did it over the DM and what you said, uh, um, what was your response? <laughs> well, like my brain at the time, I just come off the first season of the bachelor in New Zealand. And I don't know if you knew this, but I was only 20 when I did my first bachelor show, which is freaking tiny. Like I was literally a fetus. And so I'm only 24 now. And I've finished like, you know, I've, I've done all the shit, no, I climbed the ladder, but it, it's good. And it's bad because I wish that I had done it a little bit older because whilst I was very mature for my age, I also know so much about myself now. And obviously I wasn't medicated for my ADHD throughout my whole bachelor journey. So now that I am medicated, I'm like, Oh my God, my brain works so much better now. I wish that I had been able to like, have that uh, medic that brain yeah. on tv but like no regrets or anything and the good thing is like I can now leave that chapter behind and go on to new things and I still have like heaps of time to kind of reinvent myself and move away from that franchise which is kind of what I'm doing now so yeah no hard feelings but yeah basically sorry massive tangent sideline journey I just went on no, he went as my dear calling you like I know exactly what you're talking about it's so hard to get out of the bachelor bubble because it's mm. especially like you've done so many, I mean, you've done more shows than I have. And it was just been a bit. Um, also America is bachelor nation is like insane on a whole nother level. I feel like. Mm. Mm. I couldn't believe like coming into an American franchise, how different you guys do it. it than we do on a whole nother level. Like I remember going to Canada to do just a, uh, like a talk show about the ba- the Bachelor Canada, and it was just mm. not a big deal at all. And I was like, America, it's like the whole world knows about. Like, I mean, everybody is invested. It's like yeah. news if any, like something from the Bachelor. Like, it's insane. But I, I, I was so happy. I loved doing the Bachelor. I loved the experience. But I, that chapter is closed for me, and that's why I love doing this podcast because. It's not really bachelor related, even though we're talking about it right now. <laughs> like I'm just saying like, we're talking about our experiences, but I it's kind of just a different it's not like I recap the episodes from each night. Like it's just a whole different it's just a girls' night that mm. we just get weird and talk about whale penises, you know? 
No, I love that you are taking this podcast and you're moving it away from Bachelor franchise because I know it's like a very American thing to make a Bachelor podcast, like to be on The Bachelor and then go and make a podcast. Like everyone does it. Like yeah. uh, it's, yeah. it's not a thing on this side of the world. Like nobody does it. But because Bachelor is so huge in your country, like people will just listen to people talk about The Bachelor for fucking hours. I don't know how they do it, I but know. they do. I just, I just am past it. You know, I'm just, yeah. I, I'm so grateful for the opportunity and I love every, yeah. everything that, I mean, I started the podcast. I started my business. Like I, mm. I appreciate everything that is done for me, but like so, the people that stay in the bubble kind of freak me out. Oh, me <laughs> me too, honestly. Today. Honestly, like we don't have a bubble here, um, which is good because there's just not enough. Like I- I'm so excited to just move past it. And like you, very grateful. Do not regret anything. I no learned regrets. so much about myself. Like I learned things about myself that I would never have learned in any other situation. So like super grateful for it, but like super excited to leave it behind and also terrified of people who stay in the bubble. And I encourage people who are in the bubble to get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of the bubble. <laughs> get out. It's like a cult bless them it's 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 fun while it lasts but like you need for your mental health for your mental health you need to get out I know it's just it's so I mean you know Bibiana I love Bibiana yes so she was on girls night and she she um was talking about how she did a or I don't know if she said this on the podcast or off the podcast, but she was just talking about how she went on a bachelor podcast and it gave her like PTSD because she was like I cannot go back me- mentally there. Like I am so over it. And the fact that I did a pod, like she was like, I'm so happy I did girls night because I didn't have to talk about it. And I was like, Yo. no, you, you are, you are, this is a safe place. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. And I feel like with bachelor questions, it, it, you kind of become like a bit of a broken record. Cause there's only so much you can say about something and you, bec- you just say the same shit over and over and over again. And it's so fucking boring for everyone. You know how involved. many times people have called me, is it a shark or dolphin? I <laughs> legit. Wait, you should just get it tattered. Like it's a fucking, what was it? A dolphin? I didn't even know. <laughs> Uh, it was a shark costume, but I was a doll. I was I was just fucking with everybody because I'm I'm a jokester, and I was like, no, I'm a dolphin bitch. And they were like, I, I don't think so. And I'm like, nope, it is. Like I was fully committed. And I mean, it was just a joke. But like to this day, I will always be dark. Uh, dark. I will always be I, a dark girl. But I will. I. I mean, I. I have no regrets. But that question will forever be asked. <laughs> I can imagine how I you would have into so that. I can't come. Yeah. Okay. Next up, which top three celebrities would you think were aliens? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. Definitely Elon Musk. Like he's trying to get home. That's yeah, why he's built this spaceship. Fun. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk. Maybe like Gwyneth Paltrow or something. I feel like she like wears like a, a skin skin suit of like a white woman, but she's like and something else. else underneath. Yeah. And yeah, maybe like, maybe like Chris Harrison. I don't know. I don't trust TV hosts for some reason. Like he's nice, but they scare me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they, they, I love TV hosts. I'm just going to keep saying I love TV hosts. So good at his job. Like he would come out, say the 
10 sentences with no break. I was like, like, how the fuck did you do that? Without like a prompt or anything. I can't every team. (laughs) But like every TV host, oh, he's great at his job. Like no doubt about it. But every TV host, have you ever tried to like talk to them as like a person without the TV host persona? It's really hard to like tap into the real person. Like I feel like even when you talk to them, when the camera's not on, you still get like a TV host and it's like, really kind of weird yeah so you i would you would say all tv hosts are might be aliens i wouldn't put it past me i my definitely nicholas cage is up there 100 percent. i'm terrified of him oh yeah alien i don't know why yeah Uh, definitely mm, i don't know i haven't i oh alexis i my brain's not going anywhere. It's only going to Nicholas Cage, maybe because I'm terrified of him. Nicholas Cage. He gone to oh, Tom Cruise might be an alien. And oh, definitely, definitely. I'm thinking of a girl. Pretty spirit. Fuck you. Just- no, leave no, Britney really? out of this, Kevin. Just kidding. <laughs> Look how he shut up, Kevin. <laughs> Lily loves Britney too. Free Britney for life. We, I knew you were gonna say that. I was taking it back before it even like left my mouth. <laughs> but do we we, we <laughs> real quick? I was expecting that. Okay. If you, no, what oh, about Britney Spears' sister? Her hey, Amy or whatever. No, I don't think they're aliens. I just think they're pieces of shit. Um sure. But okay, if you can smoke weed with anyone in the world, who would it be? It could be dead or alive too. No aliens though. <laughs> I I would like to smoke weed with you, to be honest. I reckon we'd have a good time. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. Though like all but okay, but like all, uh that would be really fun. I think we would laugh the whole time. Bibiana was like, why don't we do a podcast high? I'm like well, first of all, I couldn't do it in front of Kevin. So we needed to do it like over the computer. I don't know, Kevin. I would just feel like also Tyler, my boyfriend has never smoked weed in his life. I do it with y'all. He's <laughs> he's like super straight edge. So like even when I, I just take it like a gummy at my house, like Tyler cannot be around me because he bugs me out. He turns <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm stoned, he turns into Woody from Toy Story and I can't get it out of my head. So I'm just like, I can't. So now he's golfing and I've been taking the weed gummy and like having like my just like alone time. But when he's around, he bugs me the fuck out just because he doesn't know the, the feeling. So he no, and he he wouldn't understand you at all or like be able to relate to how you're thinking because my ex Courtney was the same he's not anymore like after we broke up he like tried weed and did all these cool things and I was like bro where were you like what what happened there you did that after we broke up um but he was like he did not understand drugs or like getting high or weed or anything yeah he was- um, no sorry sorry no, I was going to say a really funny story. Actually, the first time he did, we were together and we went to this event and we were in LA and it was called such an LA thing. It was called a weed and cryptocurrency event. Oh my God. And you lost me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you had me honestly, out crypto. I'm out. <laughs> I'm kidding. Me, I, honestly, I was not there mentally, but my agent was like, come, I want you to meet these people. And so me and Courtney came together and this chef was handing out these brownies and he didn't tell us they were weed brownies, but obviously they were weed brownies because it was a weed event and so uh, we both took one and I was like oh damn they're really good and so I had another one 
And then he kind of like looked at me like, oh, you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, they're really good. Classic mistake. And then honestly, like we were talking to this guy that apparently used to be Michael Jackson's ex-manager. And he was like standing around. He was just like, yeah, like talking himself up. He was like this white ball dude that was like sweating for some reason. And he had like three girls on each arm. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) And then all of a sudden it just like, boom. Like I felt like I'd been hit by a car. I like mm, said to Courtney, I like whispered in his ear. I was like, I don't think I can walk. And he's like, what do you mean? You're standing up. And I was like, oh my God. And I like tried to take a step and it felt like everything was in slow motion. And then it felt like everything was melting, including me. Like I felt like I was melting. I was looking at his head and I could see like all the sweat. He was like talking to me, but I was like staring at his hairline and he didn't really have much hair at all. It was like a terrible hairline. And then there was sweat everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, am I sweating? And then I think I just like mid conversation, him talking to me, I just like walked off and went into the bathroom and like sat down. I was like, holy shit. And then I probably, I don't know, I could have been in there for like five days for all I knew, but I came out and then my manager was like, what did you give him? And I was like, I didn't give him anything. Obviously I've had the same thing. And he's like, Courtney is fucked. So we were both fucked and we're at this event and there's literally so many people around us. And my manager was like, you two have to go. Like you have to get out of here. And we're in the car park and Courtney like grabs me and he's like, watch out. And I was like, what is it? And it was a parked car. And he was like, oh, I thought that car was going to hit us. And I was like, it's a fucking parked car. And so we were just so stoned. And then we got in the, got in an Uber. Our manager put us in an Uber to go home. And then the Uber driver was just talking to us. Like, I thought it was friendly chat. But then I got really convinced that he was going to kill us <laughs> and he was going to murder us. Honestly, I started texting Courtney as he was sitting beside me being like, bro he's gonna kill us like he's gonna dump our body open the door now like we were at a park like we're at a light and I was like texting him like open the door now go 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 and he was like no we're not going anywhere it's fine and and the uber driver like started opening up about his life and like his childhood and like started like talking about all this really personal stuff and I was like he's dumping on us because he's gonna kill us after like he doesn't care anymore and I was so scared and then we got home and ate like a bunch of pasta (laughs) honestly I was so convinced we got home ate some pasta and then fell asleep and then in the morning I was like we're never getting high together again yeah, no, I can never. I mean, I, I, I only do it like to go to sleep, and then mm. usually because just for and like I, I have anxiety sometimes. So either it's a the gummy is either a hit or miss. Like it either fucking spikes my anxiety or makes me go to sleep. So it, it I'm like yeah. very like iffy. But I had a moment of it hit me on the toilet and I could not move for like two hours. Like I melted into the toilet. <sighs> And I've told my girls night listeners that I, I retired from weed gummies and I lie every time because it happened. I, I still take them. <laughs> no, I think about edibles and gummies it and stuff is like, they just, and especially like if I need to sleep, like it gives me like, a, like it knocks me out cold. Like, and if I really, if I have a long ass work week and Friday night comes and I pop a weed gummy, I'm done. And I'm so happy, but I also get super creative on it too me me too like if I I'm like you if I have too much I get anxious but if I have like the right amount I'm just like chill I'm just like stupid giggly like talk about the weirdest freaking things like I had a thought the other night 
whilst I had had a little bit of weed and I was like, we're watching, me and my housemate were watching MasterChef and I was like, why are people, do you guys have MasterChef in America? Yeah, I was like, why are people on a show competing to be a chef? Like I have never met a happy chef that like didn't do a bunch of drugs and yell at underage waitresses. Like a chef doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound like the dream job. I don't get why people are like, competing against each other and like crying on tv about becoming a chef <laughs> maybe you know yeah I mean that is that I mean that is something that I would never do because I I mean I can't I can't even pour a bowl of cereal so um <laughs> <laughs> but then again like we we went on a show for like to compete for love so yeah, like it's not the, really I mean, that much better <laughs> yeah yeah you're right that it touche too fucking shay I mean maybe just pe- people like genuinely love to cook and I I I wish I was one of those people my mom would 100% go on master chef what is it called top chef master chef either way she would 100% go on there so there are people like that in the world, which I mean, you know, people have their passion. So if they want to be a master chef, go right ahead. Okay. I feel like cooking, cooking is fun until you have to do it for work full time. Yes. Like I like trying new things, but mm. to see if I could do it, which normally I can't, but you know, at least I try <laughs> and that's all that matters. Yeah. Okay. So that is all that matters. You are on girls night. You have to spill. Mm. What was your wildest girls night out? And I'm expecting a, a like a very steamy, dirty answer. <laughs> oh, I I was mine was definitely not going to be dirty and steamy. I was going more towards um like wild, anyway. like wild, wild. Yeah, I I one time woke up with a broken arm and I didn't know how I got it. Um, that was like, that's what I think is wild. Like in my brain, that's like, holy shit. That was wild. I was living in, that's like the crim of the crop. I was living in Canada at the time and it technically wasn't a girl's night. It was a girl's and a guy's night. I was hanging out with my um, gay male best friend and we were supposed to leave. We were, I was working in Canada and we were supposed to go to Greece. We were going to live in Greece for six months together. And do something like kind of illegal um <laughs> and we basically were like okay big glass hurrah goodbye whatever and it was probably like three in the morning and we were back at his apartment and there was like a bunch of people around and apparently I just like got up and like left the building and everyone was kind of like oh my god where's she going and my friend Steve was like oh no she just does this she'll be fine like she's fine and then I was gone for like two hours and everyone had left and he was like oh my god where is she because his apartment was like in the middle of like this snowy wood like there was nothing around um and he was like oh god she probably died and then apparently all of a sudden like I just I'm blackout so this is all apparently by this stage I don't know um I I was like knocking on the door and he opened it and I like was holding my arm and there was like my bone was like sticking out and I was like crying and he was like oh my god what have you done and I was just like and so at the time I had a Nokia phone and my friend didn't have a phone. We'd both lost our phones and were too broke at the time to replace them. So we didn't, we couldn't call like a taxi to go to the hospital. And 
we just found this random guy in the hall that was coming back to his place from a night out and we were like hey dude can you call us a taxi and he was like sure we got a taxi went to the hospital and the hospital was closed I don't remember any of this no I kind of start to have memory of the taxi but before that I don't but we're in the taxi and we get to the hospital and the hospital's closed and we're like knocking on the door and there's like nurses like ages away and they're like no we're closed like go away go away go away and then the taxi driver like comes out he's like banging on the door he's like look at her arm she's fucked and they're just like no 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 sorry bye and so we're like oh sweet so we got back in the cab and then we go back to our apartment oh, you and like they, they wouldn't you <laughs> No, because they, I don't think they could see from the distance that they were that there was something like really wrong with me. They just thought we were like wasted people trying to get into the hospital, but it was closed. They didn't let us in. It was the weirdest thing ever. I've never experienced that before. But so we just went back to his apartment and he had bunk beds in his room and I like crawled up onto the top bunk somehow. And then it's probably like, you know, 5 a.m. by this stage. And then Honestly, we went to sleep. How and the hell did you make it to the top bunk? Why would you, why I, would you just keep it safe and go to the bottom? I don't, yeah, yeah, what, what a douchebag. My friend was like, okay, you can sleep up top. I'm going down to my bottom part. Like, wow, now that I think about that, that's really that's shit. Um, <laughs> but I woke up in the morning and I like forgot it had happened, obviously. And I like went to sit up and like my arm like fell off me and I was like, oh. And my arm was probably- like, well, the alcohol helped a lot because it yeah. kind of numbed the pain, but I woke up and I was like dead sober and oh my God, my arm felt like it was on fire. Yeah. That's- and so I like screamed and my friend like rolled down from the bottom bunk and like looked at me and he was like, oh yeah, you broke your arm last night. <laughs> and I was like, how? And he was like, I don't fucking know. And so then we obviously didn't have phones again. So my friend made a Facebook status being like, hey, can someone call a cab? Lily needs to go to the hospital. And like one of our friends saw it and um, called a cab. And so we got in the cab, went to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. We were supposed to go to Greece that day. And so he was like on the phone to someone, like trying to change our flights. We had barely slept. I was like getting all this morphine. I had this hot doctor that I was hitting on the whole time. And it was just a shambles. But yeah, they put my arm in a cast and we ended up going to Greece the next day. But that was, that's kind of like up there with like a wild no, night that for is me. Insane. And the fact that they didn't take you in the hospital oh. the next day where you like yeah I was the bitch with the broken arm last night that you didn't let in I could sue your ass <laughs> I was like I was like passive aggressive as shit like hey remember me <laughs> honestly I don't remember I, don't, I have no idea I definitely haven't tried to sue we don't really sue in New Zealand so I just kind of let it slide yeah, no, he I just gave me a little extra morphine I was like okay we're cool yeah um go to but yeah you know it was it was it was interesting because like still to this day I don't know how it happened because like I just disappeared and to be honest I probably fell down a flight of stairs because he had this big flight of stairs but I tell people that I like went out into the forest and like fought a bear and yeah no, like that and then came back and then every time someone's like oh my god what happened I would literally create a different story every time because I was like oh, yeah I ran into a wall like that that story's not fun I was like yeah I went skydiving or like yeah I went swimming with sharks and like it like hit uh bit my arm like I would make up stories because I broke both my wrists running into a wall in uh playing volleyball so I couldn't give hand jobs for a year and um the boys talked to me and yeah, Lucky you. I was just so I was just so over everybody asking me. So I just created a new story every time. It's just so much funner that way. But knock on wood, yeah. I, I don't break anything ever again. Knock on wood, knock mm. on wood. 
but thanks Lily. you are the best you my cheeks hurt from laughing so much you are adorable i love you we are soulmates i feel it already i feel it in my vagina i feel it in my <laughs> nipples and thank you so much for coming on do you want to tell your our followers where they can follow you or anything you have going on that you would like to mention or you just want to get the fuck out of lockdown <laughs> um honestly yeah i get the fuck out of lockdown but no, I don't really have any, like, don't really have anything going on that I can talk about. No cheeky plugs no, or whatever, but. so funny. If you need a good laugh, go follow her. Tell them your Instagram, because I don't know how to say your last name properly. It's, it's Lily with one L, and then it's McManus. You just got to sound it out like, mm. Yeah, I mean, I'll, po- I'll post you two on, but you, your stories are so, you're like, I'm like, how the fuck does this bitch make these things up? Like, it's just so like I it's, have these ideas in my head, but I just don't execute them recently. I used to, but just with like everything going on, I'm like, I have no brain cells. I told you from just yeah. everything going on in my life, but you know, well, I, I, I think the ADHD completely like contributes to it. Cause you have a hundred things going on. And if you can write them down in time before you oh. forget them. And then for me, like the meds help me to like, create the idea into something that's watchable so they're like two different things like the idea is the adhd and then the medication allows me to be a normal person and like create something from that no yeah i mean how the fuck do you think i survive life but also my boyfriend who books fucking trips every fucking month i'm like i just i mean it's not a bad problem to have but i'm like baby i'm trying to build my business and my podcast like you can't i mean i'm happy to go to greece for 20 days but like at the same time um you have your own empire you're working on i'm um i have my own empire you already he's been on this earth five years um longer than i have so i'm like baby i'm still working on it like you have people that help you i'm running the show by myself so like let's like not go to cabo for the fucking eighth time this year (laughs) oh my god i'm literally going to cabo tomorrow like what the fuck is my life um but oh there's, there's definitely the worse problems to have but no, I, oh my know, God, I know i know i'm such a brat but you know what i mean i'm just like i i love to work i love the podcast i love mm. when i'm and i'm when, when i'm consistent i i do very well so then when i go on trips i get fucking blacked out and wasted and then when i get home totally. you know and i feel like with adhd it's really hard to find consistency so when you do finally get it it's and then someone like it's like incredible. And when someone takes you away, that away from you, it's like, oh, and you feel like you have to start again, like from the very bottom. Yes. And I get so mad at Tyler and he doesn't understand because he doesn't, first of all, but I'd rather have my brain than his brain and any day. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on Girls Night. You were amazing. You were the best. I hope you had so much fun. So make sure you follow at Girls Night Hangout at Hoop Nation by Alexis at 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 Alexis Waters underscore and make sure to follow Girls Night with Alexis Waters on YouTube and at Lily underscore McMahon. No, no underscore. That's my hotmail. Oh, shit. Sorry. (laughs) I will post it again. I love you so much. Thank you, Girls Night. Have the best week ever.